podcast unlocked. So it's amazing having you as a guest in our podcast. By the way, oh, our God. home did not look like this. Ooh, is this uh, PG-13? What is the best fries? Because if you're not exactly where you want to be, that means there's so much opportunity for growth. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. You embrace the color of your energy. That's right. Whoa. <laughs> oh, I get it. Speaking of being married, you know, what's the biggest thing that you've learned from being married? over two years to me. So the week leading up to the release of this first episode with my beautiful, lovely bride as my first guest, I get a call from my dad in Michigan saying that my grandmother, my Lola, which means grandma in Tagalog, the Filipino primary language, passed away. Uh, she died and <sighs> FaceTime him. My Lola was on the call, my Lola on her bedside and uh, you know, immediately my, my wife and I found last minute flight to go to Michigan to honor Lola and her life that she led and uh, to go to her funeral. And um, I want to dedicate this episode, this first episode to my wonderful, lovely Lola, Exida Lapostora. I love you so much, Lola, and I miss you dearly. Uh, you led a wonderful life, uh, married to my Lolo for 50 plus years. We always asked you whenever we visited you, hey, you know, what's the key to your guys' success, to your marriage? We want a happy, uh, wonderful, joyful, thriving marriage like yours. And she always told us, just like this, don't fight. Be nice to each other. Be kind. <laughs> oh, Lola, uh, what a wonderful voice. She would play the organ Christmas Eve. My favorite tradition was at you and Lola's house. You know, like, I think just a full episode just on the last couple weeks in Michigan, which had been some of the hardest my life personally um but i know that lola you're in heaven uh, you're probably making ponset and lumpia some of the best in the world right now with amber's lola uh, sharing recipes uh sharing cookbooks and that's just who you were uh, you were loving hospitable so i want to carry on your legacy every single day lola um your wonderful smiley demeanor your caring soul your loving heart for family uh for food um, for your faith, uh, a faithful woman of God, you, you were prayerful every day. And, you know, just to, to share a couple quick stories, um, you know, when, when we got there uh, to Michigan, went to the funeral and, you know, we're at Aunt Gilda's afterwards celebrating your life and just being with family. And, you know, Aunt Gilda is one of her best friends drove up to surprise Aunt Gilda for, for the funeral. And, she was telling us a story about how um, if it wasn't for my Lola and Lolo and my dad and their, the family, um, their neighbors and Warren, she would be a drug at, she would be a drug addict straight up and an alcoholic because Lola basically took her in as her own. Um, and Gilda's friend's parents wouldn't feed her that much. She would enter in the house of Lola and she would say, make sure you eat, make sure you eat. And so she would be well, super well fed. Dad and uncles and aunts, they would just be there for her and hang out with her and, and help take care of her with my Lola and, you know, teach her sports. And um, just to hear that it made me such a proud grandson, knowing that the Lord used my family and my Lola in such an incredible way to impact this uh, now woman's life um, for the better. Um, it changed her life around. So I know that, uh, you know, I'm just I'm just so proud to be her grandson. It's going to be uh, an honor to represents you Lola every single day 
And I just want to dedicate this episode to you, Lola. I love you. And I'm so grateful to God that you were able to see my beautiful bride in, in Long Beach and, and you were able to hang out with her before that and after that as well. Um, that you were able to see us get married. And uh, no better way to dedicate this than to you, Lola. Um, and, you know, always wanted to make it a point to hang out with my grandparents um, every time I went home and even growing up because my grandparents were, were more than just who I looked up to. They were also my friends. So thank you for hanging out with me, Lola. Thank you for your wonderful soul. And another quick story about my wonderful Lola. She came a week before martial law was enacted in the Philippines while my Lolo was already in Detroit in Michigan as an accountant at Chrysler. He was holding down the fort and talk about God's timing. Martial law got en enacted a week, just a week after my Lola by herself brought my dad and his four siblings over from the Philippines to America. They laid the foundation for the Lapastor family and it's gonna be an honor um, and a joy to carry on her wonderful legacy and her courage and her bravery as well. Go sing Ave Maria with Jesus right now. <laughs> Love you, Lola. Lola, you'd always be there for me with Lolo. Uh, right there, first row with my family, supporting me from early on elementary school plays to sporting events throughout my whole life. You're one of my biggest advocates and biggest supporters, and I felt your love and it helped shape me to be the man I am today. And so I know you're now still supporting me, cheering me on, and cheering on this first episode with my bride, Amber J. Lola. This episode is dedicated to you. I love you so much, Lola. Let's go. Love you, Lola. <laughs> <laughs> it's video. <laughs> video. Hey, Mustafa. Hi, Amber. I'm Lola Saida. I think Charlie have fun. My first guest on my first episode, ladies and gentlemen. It is the one, the only, the beautiful Amber J. Lapastora. Everybody say what's up. I just gotta get her. I just gotta get her. Hold on one sec. <laughs> Who could be on my first podcast? Who could be that guest? And I didn't think of anybody better than my beautiful bride. That's a no-brainer. The beautiful, lovely Amber J. Lapastora. And I gotta intro her and basically... For all the guests that I'm gonna have on this podcast, I'm gonna ask beforehand what's their favorite walkout song or what's their favorite song that they get hyped to and you know what it, they want their walkout song walkout song to be if they were to have one. A walkout song for those who don't know. In baseball, you step up to the plate, a song blasting the whole stadium, you get hyped, let's do this, let's get a home run. I hit a home run with her and then some, and so I wanna play a walkout song for her and just to introduce this woman. Um, she is the greatest of all time of women. If you don't know what a goat is, it means greatest of all time. Um, you know, times infinity and back. You know, this woman is the most endearing, most beautiful, most caring, most uh, creative, coolest. Um, you know, the most authentic, supportive, genuine, loving cheerleader woman um, in the entire planet, hands down. This woman can cook. Uh, she can clean. That's wifey material. She's organized. That's wifey material. Uh, she is so talented. She worked at BuzzFeed. 
um, she worked at Ipsy. They actually hired her to be a, uh, a creative video producer promoting their fashion, beauty, lifestyle products. Seeing that the videos she made at help produce at BuzzFeed, they made man, they they had millions of hits. This woman produces hits upon hits upon hits with millions and millions of views. It is an honor for me to be married to her and to call her my wife every single day. She is funny. She is hilarious. She's cute. She's tender. She uh, is super fun and energetic and brings so much life into my life. She's my best friend. And I wouldn't want anybody else to be my first guest on my first episode. All right. I, I think we've got her, folks. So without further ado... <laughs> After uh, grabbing this cute thing over here in our apartment. <laughs> Again, the one, the only, Mrs. Amber J. Lapasobra. Hey. Oh, okay. Okay. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hey, okay. Okay. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You're so welcome. Thank you for for coming on the show. You're welcome. So I guess we're we're sharing a mic because we're married. Is that is that cool? <laughs> All right, everybody. So we have been married for two and a half years, almost. Ten days away from that. And why did you marry me? This is really why you asked me to go on and be your guest. <laughs> no, just because you're the best. Uh, you want me to publicly declare why I love you. Well, it's also like, how in the world, you know, because you're the best woman ever. So why, why, why'd you say yes to me? I beg to differ. <laughs> I'm not the best but in God's eyes, I think I'm one of the best. But he probably thinks that about all women, but you know. <laughs> I think that about you. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> all right, she's not answering the question. So go on to the next question. <laughs> okay, there. Um. Your first question is about you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it it wasn't even like that. It was just it was supposed to be like you know how could you marry me? You know, like because you're so beautiful, you know, and amazing. Because you're the sweetest man in the world. Easy. Why wouldn't I marry the sweetest man in the world? <laughs> All right, so it's amazing having you as a guest in our podcast. By the way, oh, our God. home did not look like this. <laughs> he set this place up and put a beanie in between my plants. He put his hats in front of the frames. Yeah. I mean, it now looks like a bachelor pad. That's what he's done with our home. Well, I... <laughs> Go ahead, no, say your th say your two cents. Get it out there to that, the world. That's all. That's all I'd like to say. But you know, I just wanted to describe it for people that might be listening and not be they might not be tuning in via video. So 
Gotcha. That's a good point. <laughs> I had to describe to the people what's happening behind us. My goodness. Well, a whole lot. Just think about married life, and then now it looks like bachelor life. Thank you. Or okay, maybe manly, manly. I, every single like <laughs> prop though has a meaning. Yes. You gotta have podcast props. <laughs> when was that ever a thing? All right. Well, I'll just explain to you, love. So you no, know. No, it's okay. We need to move on. No, I know, but let me just. These are the shoes that she got me on our wedding night. Which are Jordan Elevens, and they are my. I fi- got them the wedding morning. Yeah. How, how was that? How was that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the morning of the wedding, not the night. The morning of the wedding. I have not slept much. And then I'm thinking about, I need to find Charlie these shoes because he's been wanting these shoes for so long. And lo and behold, they're releasing it on our wedding day, Jordan 11 on 11-11. So I'm like, I have to find these shoes. So, uh, you know, I'm looking on some websites and my cousin Christian actually knew that I was looking for these shoes for you. So he texted me some websites for me to look up. And I click each website. I try to put each shoe into the cart. Sold out. Unavailable. Unavailable. What in the world? All the hype beasts were taking these shoes. So I was thinking, I need to get my fiance, aka my soon-to-be husband, these shoes. So after much, after many open tabs on my phone, frantically looking, I finally am able to put it in my cart. And I believe it was a shop from New York, which is weird because I feel like there's a lot of hype beasts in New York. But it was, I think, New York where we were able to put it in my cart, charge the card good to go wow and so i printed out the receipt i couldn't quite give you the physical shoe on our wedding day but i had proof and receipts you did and i was so hyped speaking of hype that was an amazing wedding gift and then got you the pumas yes and so that was that was that was fun you know just gifting each other shoes yes Helping each other stay fresh. So these shoes mean a lot to me. Uh, favorite number is 11. Your favorite number is 22. Correct. Got married on 11, 11, November 11th. 11 plus 11, 22. E- equals 22. And then, you know, we've got God at the Center here. The Lapastoras, our books. And then Detroit Swag, Old yeah, School true. Pistons. This was the 10 Within 10 Awards at Oakland University. It's been kept in my, we haven't displayed it, so we just got to show it, show it here. Then the Meritorious Achievement Award at OU. And then Uncle Ron gave me this um, back here. It says, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And on his law, he meditates day and night. And so just, um, that was a great gift. 
um, got the football Bible, and then the jersey with number 11 from the Filipino League of Michigan. Because you know that I'm passionate about that. Okay. <laughs> so uh, now that we've described what the props are that are taking up your plant life, mm-hmm. um, I just wanted to have you on as, as a guest because uh, you are my best friend. You are the love of my life. And, you know, I just wanted you to be my first guest. It is an honor. Thank you for having me. You're welcome for having you. And You're welcome for having <laughs> me. <laughs> and I want to have you every day, you know. Done. Hey. As I raise up my wedding finger, married finger. The finger that the ring is on. You, you guys get me. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Uh, this is like, it's, it's really crazy because, you know, we uh, always are together every day. And now to be in like this podcast environment feels weird. Entering a whole new digital world. Podcast unlocked. That's right. <laughs> so I love you, first of all. I love you, too. And what does that word love mean to you? Hmm, good question. I don't know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. So just uh, to next hear question. background, Charlie's a sentiment, sentimental one. I'm sentimental as well, but I like being silly. So I just like poking fun at him. So love. Yeah. Tell me about it. Uh, poke. Poke. <laughs> <laughs> mm. I like when you do that. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Amber is the color of your energy. That's right. Whoa. <laughs> oh, I get it. How long is this? Five hours already? <laughs> <laughs> Golly. See, she pokes at me. <laughs> That's the pr- prime example. Love. L is for the way you look at me. O is for the only one I see. (laughs) V is very, very extraordinary. E is even more than anyone that you adore. Love. Okay. (laughs) I can't say no to that. That's a song. (laughs) And they're all true, you know. (laughs) <laughs> Look, it's 1.15 a.m. <laughs> so, having to dig into my deep, the deep inner depths of my brain right now, it's going to take some time. <laughs> or time we have to do it. <laughs> but in all seriousness, love <laughs> is an unconditional act. Mm. It is an unconditional act that is where you give and you serve and you care for, you hug, you, I want to say you want to love, but this is the definition of love. Love is an action term. It is an action word and it is something that is not only said, but it is also shown. Hmm. So, 
you know, you can throw love around, you can say I love you. I actually had a thing when I was, you know, in grade school and middle school and high school, and people would say, I love you, you know, with your friends or like, you know, little things like that. But mm -hmm. I just feel like if you don't actually mean it, don't say it, you know? I feel like it's a very, very strong and serious term. And it can be thrown around lightly, but it's not something to be taken lightly. Mm. Love can be thrown around lightly, but it's not something to be taken lightly. Direct quote from Amber J. Lapistora. <laughs> Got to put that on Pinterest now. Make it all cute. Yeah, which is what you do every day. You have these uh, cute, uh, <laughs> motivational things that you know you want to encourage young women um to be who they're called to be so do you want to give a you know a shout out to your your handle so so anybody watching who wants to get inspired they can take a quick peek in uh, your stories what already this is so fast aren't we still talking isn't this something that happens at the end it's <laughs> <laughs> the first podcast man i don't know just i'm just trying to give you a shout out man give you props Thank you, thank you. Yes. Uh, <laughs> my, I really believe that God has put a passion and purpose on my heart to be a light in the media, to encourage other women, mm. just to, you know, how do I say this? It's hard to be a woman. It is extremely hard to be a woman in 2020. Mm -hmm. I mean, social media, Instagram. <sighs> I feel like it takes a toll on women and you can find yourself scrolling away on the feed and seeing these skinny, itty bitty women or a type of beauty that the quote unquote westernized beauty and it's just like where women look like models and people tend to idolize that type of thing. So when people come to my side of the internet on Instagram stories and they might be, you know, having a marathon of looking at all these photos and images of, of things telling them that they're not beautiful enough or not good enough, I just want to encourage them in some way that they are beautiful, they are worthy, they are queens, mm -hmm. and, you know, they shouldn't let these things or let other people or judgmental people make them feel less than. And uh, and also like to put, you know, fun little sil silly videos up where, you know, the hubs and I are having fun. And so it's fun. So, you know, when they get to my corner of the internet, I just want to make people smile, point them to God, and make them laugh. That's really the summary of mm. it all. That's beautiful, and you do oh. all, all so eloquently. Oh, thank you. Sorry, I need to say my little phrase. It's life and style with intentionality. Mm. Life and style with intentionality. That's amazing. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. And, and they can follow you where? 
Oh, at so. by Amber J. I'm gonna drop my handle at by Amber J. That's right. And everything that you like, because you know, by means that you did it. Like everything that you do, and that has by next to it is incredible. So I highly recommend you see, you know, what she's got going on, because it's uh, it's it's incredible. And you inspire me. You make me want to be better every day. Thank you, Hubs. You make me want to be better every day, too. Oh, thank you, Ever wifey. Ever since the day I met you. Really? Yeah. Oh, my. He's going to cry, y'all. I don't even say y'all. Seriously? Seriously. Wow. That's it. That's, That's all, folks. <laughs> That's all we've got. Oh, my gosh. I love you. It's funny doing this thing because, I mean, we talked, we literally just talked and, like, we're having fun before this whole thing pot, put, put a camera up here and this mic. So, it's like, we could talk for, like, hours on end, you know, because that's, that's what we did the, our first day meeting each other. Like. Well, I, that, it was like the second or third day meeting each other where we first met each other in San Francisco. Like we hung out with other people. But then when the conference ended, then I think it was two days after I first met you then. Or no, it was one day, right? One or two. One or two days. It was a Sunday when the conference ended. It was just me and you, love. and Yeah, a national journalism conference where people from all over the country fly out yeah. to attend. Yeah. And every single year, it's in a different state. So the year we met in 2015, they happened to be hosting the journalism conference in San Francisco, California. Which is the state you're from. Yes. Shout out to being a California girl. And after that, it's been in... Las Vegas, Nevada, mm -hmm. Philly. Uh, Philly, Atlanta, Georgia. Mm -hmm. So it was really fitting that it happened to be in my state because I was finishing off college. Probably couldn't afford to fly to another state. Wow. I probably, you know, could have mm -hmm. mustered up my resources and saved money. But, you know, it was just a lot more doable having to go from L.A. County to San Francisco. And that was my first year of my first really professional job after college, and I couldn't afford it, so I wasn't even gonna go until a month before I got a scholarship to go to this journalism conference. And I remember going and trying like my first time the a Kumayan feast, which is a Filipino feast, and coming Kum back. Kumay means hands in Tagalog. Oh, nice. So yeah, you Did eat with you your know hands. That? No, I didn't. So that's why it's called Kumayan, huh? Obviously. Hello. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. We forgive you. You're from the Midwest and didn't grow up uh, learning too much about your culture. I did. I knew I was always at my Lolo and Lola's house, my aunts and uncles, and we always had lots of Filipino parties. The language. Oh, the language. Yes, yes. And so you're right about that. And so, um, and so I come back from the Kamayan feast. And I walk into the hotel room, and I see you. I see your eyes. They catch me first. I'm like, wow, look at those eyes. So beautiful. And then I start to flirt with you. 
and I, I offer you food and he's holding what that's a he go box to go box yeah, yeah he opens it up and it has rice and shrimp and beef just like all kinds of meat <laughs> a plethora of meat <laughs> and you say you want some <laughs> Mind you, fun fact, I've been plant-based for 13 years now. That's right. And we met five years ago. Mm -hmm. So seven years in. Yeah. And I'm looking, I'm like, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I little did I know she was plant-based or vegan. Um, plant-based. Plant-based, yeah. Little did I know you were plant-based. And so that was kind of funny. But anyways. I thought it was cute, though. I was like, oh, that's cute. He's offering me his food. But no, I don't want any of that. <laughs> and then so our group of friends, we all go out that night uh, to a restaurant. And we're taking a the subway there. And you said, I bought your ticket, huh? He did. He did a really smooth operator move where we walk to the train station. And then we go down. I think it was the BART, mm -hmm. if you guys know San Francisco terminology for the public transportation. And then I'm about to buy my ticket, and he just swoops in like, nah, I got it, I got it. And he pays. So so my reaction was, oh, okay, all right. Just a little thing. And then, you know, we I, I try to get to know you that night, and we take pictures, and... And, you know, then come Sunday when everybody leaves the conference, we're the only two people left. Yeah. And, you know, I'm like, hey, I have the whole day. Do you want to stay with me? And you change your, your bus ticket, huh? Mm -hmm. to, to stay with me. And so our first real date was in San Francisco walking along. And, you know, that's when I really got to know you, know your soul, and know that, you know, our passions line that we want to make a difference for Christ and spread his light in the media we're like hey maybe we could do this together and from there like we love talked about faith talked about our family um and went to the that the home place the full house place and we did and I remember you did put your camera up and you uh, we put the theme music up and we just started dancing yeah that really stood out to me I was like oh he's down to do silly little videos <laughs> It's, because I thought we're at the full house houses, yeah, or we're at the full house area. We need to ha have a funny, silly video with a theme song, naturally, right? Naturally. And he was just right away down to do it. Yeah. You know, because some people might be like, "That's oh, weird," but it was cute. He was open to doing it, so it was fun. It's so fun, you know, reminiscing. Yeah, good times. It's like I'm really just attracted to you and like really just want to pounce on you right now from talking about this. Ooh, is this uh, PG-13? <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's PG-13. We're married, you know? Yeah, you're right. Speaking of being married, you know, what's the biggest thing that you've learned from being married over two years to mm. me? 
Good question. You can you can uh, simmer on that one. Um, you know, I'm I really just enjoy being in your presence every day, and it's just um, a crazy journey God has brought us on. You know, from being long distance uh, and not knowing where we'd be, and now God led us to be here in Arizona together. I guess what's been the favorite part of your our our journey? That's tough. I don't think I could really pinpoint any favorite part. You know what I'm because every part was super crucial mm-hmm. into our growth and made our love story fun. You know. Yeah. But if I really think about it, I would say now because mm. we're together in the same state, the same city, the same home. We share a home together, something we've always prayed about. So, yeah, this is a really good season, you know. It is. Even though we're not exactly, exactly where we want to be, you know. Right. Career-wise, if we're being honest and... Um, yeah. Uh... <laughs> monetary finance wise with debt being debt free and um being comfortable but this is part of the journey too and this is super crucial to learn and to grow and so i don't despise this time at all i think this is an amazing time Mm. and that there's so much joy to be found during this time Mm. because it's a time of growth right because if you're not exactly where you want to be, that means there's so much opportunity for growth. Mm. And you always want to be growing. You never want to be stagnant. Right. So, uh, you know, this is just the time to do everything that makes our hearts happy and work towards where we want to be. Mm. That's beautiful. Humble beginnings. That's right. And there's joy in the journey. Even though sometimes in the journey it sucks. And you're like, when we were dating long distance, it sucked. We're, I felt lonely at times. You know, that sucked. I think the moral of the story is in every season, there's going to be something that sucks. Mm-hmm. But it's just about reframing your mindset. Mm-hmm. Not to focus on the problems, but to focus on the joy. Because there will always be be something right i feel like when we get to the point where we want to be career wise and business wise finance wise there's gonna be something still Mm -hmm. so i think you know the biggest thing we've also been talking about not to idolize the the check mark or finish line for each of these goals because there's always gonna be something so we need to find contentment and joy in the here and now yeah because the journey is what makes it fun it is i'm i'm just saying that because it is and but there's also like when we're going through it it was tough you know and you don't but then we realize looking back how amazing God is and he brought us out of that 
brought us out of those, you know, you know, situations of like, when are we going to be together? You know, like, but then yes, it is about perspective. Like in that moment, realizing, first of all, God brought us together. Like he will, how will he not bring us together? And I know we were crazy thinking like that, you know, because, (laughs) but we serve a, a God who can do amazing, amazing things. And so the fact that he brought us from Michigan to California and then eventually to Arizona. Put clothes in the dryer. (laughs) Alexa said to put clothes in the dryer. (laughs) Alexa, stop. Yeah, so you're right, baby. The fact that, you know, God brought us through the journey, we can enjoy it and enjoy the process. And it, you know, all things work together for the good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. And no matter how uh, tough it seems at the time, you know, he, he has a better plan when we think we know it all. I just think that there's so much to the story and so much to the journey that this could be, we could go on for a, a while. You know, we could sit here all night, but I know it's getting late and, you know, we got to get sleep for tomorrow. So I would like to ask you formally, you know, if you'd like to start a podcast with me um, as a couple and maybe we can host other couples and, you know, our passion is to see uh, relationships transformed and marriages thrive and our generation realize how fun and cool being married is and being committed is. And it's just so much, um, there's so much growth and, and, and wholesomeness you can get from it and enjoy and in the midst of terrible examples and uh, unfaithfulness and, um, you know, a perspective of like, oh, why would you get married? You know, so we just want to be an encouragement in that. So I think that'd be fun. What do you say? That'd be fun. All right. Let's do it. Let's do it. So you've had time to simmer on it. What's the biggest thing you've learned from marriage, you think? Hmm. Can I put my around you? Is that professional? I don't know about that, man. No, it's it's we're at home, we're married. And I waited my whole life to do it with you, so. Uh, there's a lot of things. I think God brings two people specifically together in a marriage where one has strengths that may be the weaknesses of the other. So... Mm. It may be things that you might have not known, but I think one of the biggest things of marriage is strengthening and encouraging each other with mm. your strengths and strengthening the weaknesses and refining the weaknesses and bringing awareness to them and um, and grace. That is amazing. I'm glad you simmered on that. There's no context for grace. I'm just saying grace. (laughs) But, you know, marriage is not easy. It is um, love really gets put in action in marriage. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of grace and goodness to be found in it. Amen. I want to clap, but actually, I'm. Can I drop the mic and clap? All right. 
See, I, you're amazing, love. You're deep and you're you're soulful, and you got you got style and class and dignity. You know, that's I a probably lost look art. very crazy because it's 1:40 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> also, you realize I got you in the queen chair because you're my queen. Thank you. You're welcome. And <laughs> <laughs> and so it's it's taught me a lot, you know, about um. About how to be a man, and when I say that, I mean like, whenever we're going through something, I have to realize that it's not, I can't be caught up in my feelings. You know, cue the Drake song. Like I can't be caught up in my feelings. Tell them. I I have to focus on your feelings, even though I feel like I'm in, am I in a, the the wrong or I'm in the right here. If I focus on all that stuff, it will get in the way of me setting the tone because I have to set the tone in our household. In our marriage, um, to try to to lead you the right way, in the spirit spiritually, and that's only looking to Christ. And I thank God that I went to that Europe trip where, you know, everybody washed their feet after sweaty, you know, <laughs> climbing up the mountain exercise, bringing an injured teammate down to wash each other's feet, which you know wanted us to do in our um, ceremony, to be the perfect depiction of how we can best serve each other is looking to Christ. A holy God came down, washed his disciples' feet. That's such a beautiful depiction of what love is, and he died for us. That's true love. That's unconditional love. And I know we can never attain that perfect love, but we can strive for that and strive every single day to look to him as the example of how to best love each other. And so, yeah, it hasn't been perfect. And yeah, you know, there's been challenges, but I would, I love facing those challenges every day with you and trying every day to have Christ as that example between us as we run to him together to to thrive and win championships together. Because you're my teammate, you're my best friend, you're the love of my life, and I, I love spending every day with you, baby. You are so fun and creative and beautiful, and I uh, just thank you so much for being my first guest. I know it's almost 2 a.m., so... There's a lot more we got to say, but, you know, we'll save that for other podcasts for another day. Um, I love you, my, my sweet Amber J, and thank you for being my first guest. I love you, too. Thank you for having me. All right. You the best. You the best. You the best hubs. You the best wifey. Best hubs in the world. Best wifey in the world. We don't want to break people's ears now. <laughs> See, I told you, man. You got jokes. So. No, for both of us, not just you. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we're in this together. We do not want to break people's ears. Yeah, that would be bad. No ear breaking up a hair. Mm-mm. All right, so you want me to clean this up now? Yes, can you please clean it up, pups? Yes, love you. Love you. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. All right. So I think I'm going to end segments with uh, for real. Get it? Like, this is for real. Oh, so, is this the lightning round of questions? Like yeah. Questions? Yeah. How many? Four? Four. Okay. I'm ready. Are you okay for that? Are you still awake? I'm ready. Okay. This is... And then we like drum roll. <laughs> <laughs> this is... This segment is called for real. It could be super deep, it could be super fun, it's just, this is real. And this is the first ever for real segment. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, 
Are you for real? <laughs> Number one. Are you for real? What is the best fries in fast food? Oh, mm, in and out, hands down. Number two, are you for real? <laughs> what? I thought you did that already. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Number two, what's the best sports team? LA Lakers. What? The Detroit Detroit Pistons, Lions. LA Lakers. Okay. I grew up in LA, LA all day. There's an in-house robbery. Shout out to her. She took me to the A Staples divided Center. house, but we Lakers, don't need to Pistons. go into that. Okay. And the Lakers won at the game we went to, so. Okay. Number three, um, <laughs> who would you want to have dinner with? Anybody in the world? Us as a couple to have oh, dinner Oh, double with. date? Yeah. Mm, that's alive. Any Anything. The from history, Martin Luther King Jr. and Coretta Scott King. I knew you'd say that. That would be amazing. But alive. Oh shoot, this is hard. It's a tie between Beyonce and Jay-Z and <laughs> Michelle Obama and Barack Obama. Okay. Are you for real? Number four. <laughs> what is a, a quote that that means so much to you and that you look to to, to live by every day? Mm, there's so many quotes. Or a Bible verse. Mm. I already know your Bible verse. My Hebrews 11. My favorite Bible verse is Hebrews 11.1. 1. Now, faith is assurance for things hoped for, things unseen. Yes, correct. What I love about that Bible verse is that it's basically saying faith is the assurance of things not seen so you know we can't see god but we know god and we mm. know that he's there always and he's always there to love on us and provide for us and give us grace and give us hope and it's just powerful having faith is a powerful thing you know people can question and you know do scientific research or whatever but i think the most powerful thing you know, the most intellectual thing anyone can do is to have faith. <laughs> I don't think I've said that really no, well. No, you said that incredibly. That's all we have is faith. It's the most powerful. Faith is the most powerful and amazing thing someone can have. Amen. And thank God he gave us the faith to believe that each other was out there. The pain that we both went through, the heartache, to keep fighting those battles and scratching and calling like, God, she's out there. She's out there. I know it. God, please. San Francisco, there she is. Let's go. This is becoming a Filipino goodbye where uh. <laughs> we said goodbye and now it's much later. Okay. Well, to close it out on the count of three, let's do a big let's go. And I love you. Okay. <laughs> One, two, three. Let's, Let's go! This has been the first <laughs> This has been the first podcast episode. I love you too, baby. <laughs> Forgotten you. <laughs>